Angel, how'd they treat you in there, huh? Angel ready to fly? Oh, it's impossible, Mr. Miyagi. She's got a broken wing. Uh, take chance, see what happens. Nothing's going to happen. Angel decide, not Julie. Welcome to the next four Karate Kid Minutes, the podcast where we discuss the next Karate Kid four back-to-school minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us one more time today from TMNT Minute, welcome back, Rachel. Oh, thanks for having me yet again. <laughs> Woohoo! Yay! Uh, <laughs> I always get pumped at the beginning of the podcast because you know people are listening; they're excited. Oh man, another episode, uh, <laughs> another excite, another another uh, exciting time with our our, our guest. Uh, but <laughs> today we're talking about uh, minutes uh, sixty-eight to seventy-two of the next Karate Kid. They begin with the monks waving goodbye to Julie, and end with Julie trying to say goodbye to Angel. Uh, we pick up where we left off on Wednesday with Miyagi and Julie leaving the monastery after staying for two weeks. And Julie is wearing what I assumed was like a black gi to match the monks' outfits until I noticed that it's a Boston Celtics jersey. <laughs> it's not a. It's not yeah, a, it does. It does look like that jersey material, yeah. like polyester. Yeah. So that's it at the monastery. Uh, any any final words of the monastery? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the the fat monk is he is so adorable. Yeah, with his little wave. Uh, I do like also. I should, I like the main three. That I mean, the tall monk, the one that was in Back to the Future too. Uh, he's the guy that uh, grabbed the cockroach before she smashed it uh, during the Happy Birthday song. He was very much happily singing Happy Birthday. It was pretty funny. <laughs> they're and, all they're all equally adorable, but the yeah. fat one is my favorite. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so in the next scene, we are back to the movie <laughs> after our two week vacation from the movie. We're now back into the movie. Uh, Julie is dropped off at school and she, she looks around and smiles. It's like, oh man, she's got this. She's much happier than she was last time she was dropped off at school. Yeah. And, and they even make it look like school is even more welcoming to her now. I mean, rather than her being on her own. Some little kid off camera goes, "Hey, Julie, <laughs> yeah, who was that?" <laughs> I don't know. Like she, as far she, as I know, she, she has no she friends. Yeah, she doesn't have any friends other than that that dude that's kind of into her. Um, uh, yeah, who was that? I don't. Because it does it does sound like a very young kid. That's probably just a girl. Oh wait, she did babysit, so maybe it was one of those three boys that antagonized her. Yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the elementary school is like right next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those Westcott boys. They're just running around <laughs> with their Nerf guns, of course. Yeah. They're running through the high school. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> it was probably just another girl who has like a like a like a little kid sounding voice. Yeah. Yeah. But it is weird that like it's not established that she doesn't have any girlfriends. So like, right. yeah, who's saying hi to her? Yeah, who knows Julie? Who would know her enough to be or- like hi, Julie? <laughs> Or words gotten around the school that she's like, like people want to get to know her because she's like they think she's cool now. I don't yeah, know. She breaks into school at night. <laughs> she's just that she dresses better now, so she's instantly recognized. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's got a very nineties outfit on too. Mm-hmm. So the, the flowery mini skirt and like a weird thing. crocheted vest. <laughs> the Doc Martens are what makes the outfit though. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, so, uh, 
Julie is also welcomed back when she walks in by Principal Wilkes, the uh, limp noodle figurehead principal that they have <laughs> installed here. Uh, uh, Julie apologizes about uh, what happened uh, and then says a Miyagiism. And then when he doesn't get it, she just doubles down and gives him another one. Yeah. He's like, what a weird girl. <laughs> I will say it is fun seeing the normals uh, confused by these uh, fortune cookie <laughs> lines. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, she's back from this two week break with this old man. And all she's saying are just like, you know, these strange cryptic messages. It's like, oh, you've been around him too much, too yeah. long. Uh, it's time to uh, start hanging around some kids your own age. Yeah. You know, what's funny. Um I kind of forgot that she got suspended and that's why she was out for two weeks. I thought, yeah. I remember thinking as a kid, oh, she must just be on spring break. <laughs> nope, nope. Nope. She got She's suspended. Two weeks of school. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that too. I was like, why'd she get to leave school? Wait, Matt, you've been watching with me. <laughs> I know, but I still <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah. And like the whole thing of this movie, like her grandmother just leaves her with this man that she doesn't know. Like Julie doesn't know Miyagi. Right. Like, Oh, goodbye, sweetheart. I'm going away somewhere. <laughs> no, she's trading. She's doing uh, the holiday with uh, Mr. Miyagi. She's trading houses. Oh. For uh, the beginning of the school year. That is the holiday. It's Labor Day. For for Labor Day, I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> this is like the end of the school year, though, because like oh, prom, yeah. prom's coming up. That's right. So she's looking. Oh, so Louisa is looking to spring break. And, yeah. Uh, it's very yeah. strange. But it's not spring break. Yeah. It's very weird. It's a very weird concept, like how they got this to work. Like, oh, we need Julie to be alone with Miyagi. So let's just send the grandmother away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not. Yeah. In in the first movie, it was all very much like, oh, for some reason, Lucille's working a lot of late shifts. So that's why Daniel's got so much time with Mr. Miyagi. Now it's like, uh, let's just skip all that. Let's just send her to an, like across yeah. the country. Do you think there's a, a version of this movie where Miyagi's like her stepdad? <laughs> Like, I mean, you know, uh, that, that first dinner he has with Louisa was, uh, you know, could have been a little, little romantic. Yeah, and, it was a little romantic. Yeah. Um, so, it's, just, it's just a very weird plot device to get to the point. Yeah. We just like, oh, them. yeah. Uh, and uh, it is it is strange that this, I mean, the school might have been notified. I'm sure, I'm assuming the school was notified about this, like, this change in, like, okay, so Mr. Miyagi is is an old friend. He'll be dropping Julia for the next, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, I guess it's been more than two weeks. How long is Louisa going to be gone for? Yeah. Uh, and how is she getting along with Daniel? I, 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 <laughs> I, we need to see those cut scenes. I mean, that, 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 that definitely should have been filmed. <laughs> Yeah. Like Daniel shows up to Miyagi's house and he's like, who's this lady? Yeah. yeah. Or more like, who's this lady? <laughs> Are you yeah, my new mom? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And uh, yeah, I will say if Julie keeps just like responding to everything to teachers uh, with like Miyagiisms, like they're going to call Child Protective Services. Uh, something's going to happen. <laughs> brainwashed. Yeah. I, I babysat a kid who would only respond to not 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 so much to me but like certain people she would only respond in harry potter quotes i'm like kid i don't i i didn't read those like i i don't know what you're saying oh my god (laughs) yeah uh that's hilarious um all right so uh we go to the cafeteria and julie meets up with eric who Uh, is 25 years old (laughs) 
I believe sure. the actor is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I know that was a thing in the 90s. Like, the entire cast of 90210 was, like, well into their 20s. Like, yeah. Andrea was... 29 yeah yeah okay she was she was old much much older than she was supposed to be playing (laughs) and like they do that because like there's no child labor laws or whatever right but like at a certain point you stop looking like you're 17 yeah exactly that must be why eric's wearing a bugle boy shirt you know it's the the bugle man collection (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know before he was just walking around in gray sweats but now that he's out of uh, dugan's group uh he's he gets to wear real clothes now if you call bugle boy shirts real clothes (laughs) but uh yeah uh julius uh eric asks how she's doing uh uh wait no oh oh the fact that she's uh being really like pleasant like she was just super negative and super like irritated all the time and now it's like Mm -hmm. she must be on drugs or something like what's going on yeah and then it's she like, got her she got her meds straightened out, I guess. And she got brainwashed by monks. <laughs> yeah. Well, then she's like, he's like, where'd you go? And she's like, I can't tell you. What do you mean? Oh, you'd never believe me. Like, <laughs> Julie, did you join a cult? <laughs> Was she abducted by aliens? <laughs> She'd be re- replaced with some sort of robotic unit. Uh, who knows? Um, it's a Karate Kid Stepford Wives crossover. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, and Eric says that he and uh, Angel are best friends now. Mm. Um, I just wanted to see a family st- a family guy style uh, cut to a flashback of Eric laying bloodied on the roof yeah. with uh, <laughs> the hawk on his chest trying to peck out his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying um, to feed you. <laughs> also, like, okay, Julie was suspended for two weeks. Usually if it gets to the point of a two-week suspension, like, everything else has been done like you've been given detention and blah 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 blah. two week suspension for breaking into the school late at night seems pretty extreme yeah but like we know that dugan was out to get her and like wanted her out of the picture but yeah it just seems a little harsh i mean when julie julie was first busted for cigarettes which was basically like ned was uh, yeah and Dugan said in the principal's office, the next time anything happens, I want her expelled. No, no excuses. Mm. So it's weird that she, she actually does something even like criminal, like, you know, breaking and entering and he just spends her for two weeks. Yeah. But, um, I, lo- I also love this, like off camera, we hear a lunch lady go, you want some milk? And Julie goes, <laughs> thanks. You know? And I just want to <sighs> see like. I, I'm just thinking of like Julie, like being super pleasant to everybody. And then all of a sudden snapping at the lunch lady, like, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah. Also, if, so, if you offer somebody some milk, do you give them chocolate milk? Cause that's what happened. She's like, wants some milk and just hands her chocolate milk. Yeah. <laughs> the, the emphasis on milk in the nineties always is funny to me. All right. Like, like the whole got milk campaign, but yeah. like if lunch, if lunch was pizza, it came with chocolate milk. <laughs> yep. Mm, Ew. Combination. <laughs> so the lunch lady should have said got milk. And yeah. She'd be like, no, actually, could I have some? Well, this, this was before got milk. Got milk was like 97, uh, 98, okay. I want to say. Uh, I don't know if this is being picked up, but I just want to let the listeners know that, uh, yes, that is a dog. And, I hear it. And uh, I didn't hear it. She is wonderful. Um, what kind but- of dog? Uh, she is a, what kind of dog is my dog? Uh, like a brown one. 
Brown. Um, yeah. Uh, and her name is actually Phoebe Barkers. And she's, she's living up to her name right now. That's cute. <laughs> What's she barking at? Maybe know. there's an intruder. Maybe she goes. Maybe. Check. You know what she usually does? Uh, and I'm leaving this all in, of course, mm-hmm. uh, uh, is that she will just go outside and start barking at nothing because she knows that if she does it and we can't get her to come inside, she will then be offered a treat to come inside. In which oh, she'll be like, absolutely, yeah. I'll come in. <laughs> yeah, that makes so, sense. This is a game. This is a game right yeah. now. And uh, my pull her in eventually. My neighbor across the street has one of those like pocket pit bulls. Like he's real small, but like there's something wrong with his bark, and it sounds like he's screaming. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll just be out in the yard going like, ah! Yeah, one of the screaming goats. Yeah, like what's wrong with that dog? And he's oh fine. God. He's perfectly fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with him. He's just weird. <laughs> and he likes to bark, scream at anyone who walks by. All right. I think Phoebe's done. So we can yeah. get back to talking about the next karate kid. <laughs> uh, but I did think about it. And she is like a, like a hound mix. She's like, mm. she's got some beagle in her. Okay. Uh, it's like beagle spaniel kind of thing. Yeah. But, but anyway. speaking of another neighbor, they have a beagle puppy. I think he's like, I think he's like a couple months old at this point, but he just learned how to howl. (laughs) So a couple days ago, I was on a Zoom call for work and he's out there just going, oh my God, for like an hour, (laughs) just having the time of his life, howling at nothing. So I get paranoid. I'm like, I can get that dog in. I don't want to annoy other people. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make people to come over to my house and be like, can you shut your dog up? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So we now see, uh, Colonel Dugan and the alpha sitting together at the lunch table. Ugh. I didn't even notice Dugan was sitting there at first, but like, now I'm like, this is the lamest table in the lunch. It, like it is want to so lame. <laughs> like this little group is lame to begin with. <laughs> also the guy in the middle, uh, Walter Goggins, he's no. like, uh, he's in me. like a lo- uh, Well, actually it's Walton. Walton, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just he's like in so many things. Like yes. we just uh, he's um what's that show? Righteous Gemstones? Uh-huh. Yep. He's Uncle Baby Billy. Uncle he's, Baby Billy, yeah. He's yeah. He's like one of those actors that you just see in a lot of stuff. He's incredible. Uh I, I love him. It is so funny seeing him in here. And yeah. it's great that it, he plays a character a character, quote unquote, named Charlie. Uh and uh, he does get a line here. Looks who's back in school. Yeah. He kind of like makes a meal of it. Like he's just it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like how you forget that Sam Rockwell is in the first TMNT movie. <laughs> that's right. He's just one of the bad kids. Like that's <laughs> freaking Sam Rockwell. Regular or mental? Yeah, regular or mental. Uh, Anything you want to do, do it. <laughs> did, did, was his character named uh, Rockwell Study? Thank you. Thank you. Rem- <laughs> don't remember what his name was. We did. We did break that scene down and we gave names to all the bad kids in that scene. <laughs> I don't remember any of them now. Uh, uh, yeah. There oh, are- this here and that down there. <laughs> Family. <laughs> all right. So Julie notices that they're still mad at her. And Eric tells Julie that they're also mad at him for quitting. Uh, yeah. He, he does not explain. Oh, he quit because she called the school pretending to be his mom, and he decided to he decided a phone call with his mother was more important than uh, it, listening it, to Colonel so, Dugan. And, and this is the thing that's so weird. Like, if 
this guy, uh, Colonel, whatever his name is, clearly works for the school or something. Yeah. And like, if a student's mother is calling, <laughs> like that takes precedence over whatever you're doing. Right. Like it could be a family emergency. Like you're really not going to let that underage student <laughs> talk to his mommy. Nope. nope. Oh. It's all about power, I think. Would you rather talk to your mommy or would you rather be Nazis like us? Now, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this a gym credit? Is that why these kids are in this gang? Like, it's it's their gym? I, I, I assume. I mean, Eric's using it because he wants to get into the Air Force Academy. To, and I guess he's since since Colonel Dugan is played by Jester from Top Gun, he's assuming mm. that uh, he can help Eric out. Uh, <laughs> imagine that. You're like. I'll join this club. Who's who's in charge? Oh, it's Chester. He'll get me to the Air Force Academy. I'll put up with anything. He clearly won't because, like like I said, he was absolutely court-martialed and, like, <laughs> kicked out of the armed forces. Like, he has no pull anymore. Yeah. The only pull he has is over the principal and the cops, apparently. <laughs> right. <sighs> Eric says he doesn't need Duke and he can do this on his own. Uh, and he goes, he's been giving people orders for so long, he's got their brains fried. Uh, so maybe he's thinking that he's, yeah, he's in, co- in control of so he's, many people, not just the alphas, but he's clearly abusing these teenagers and right. in several different ways. Like, and then strangely, he's right after he says, he's got their brains fried. He goes, I want to be like angel. I don't want to be someone. And then it gets cut off, but I'm like, yeah. I want him to continue that thought. Why? Yeah. What does he mean by this? Why does he want to be like angel, the hawk? <laughs> You know, in my next life, I think I'd like to be a bird. <laughs> I want to be like Angel. Can you break my arm? Yeah, break my arm and put me in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, You're into some weird stuff, buddy, but yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Julie panics because she sees that Angel's gone. And uh, then we see Ned showing up behind them and he, what he's holding in his arm in his hands i don't know if you guys knew this but uh it's angel's lead it's a little leash. Oh. very short lead yeah he must have kept it for a souvenir or something again this is such a weird plot device like she's taking care of this hawk right has no knowledge of what uh, how you can take care of a hawk and there just happens to be these pigeon cages it's just so weird <laughs> Also, so she's, weird. Got, she's got like, fal- she's got a falconry glove right? and the lead uh, and uh, is very, very good with the, I mean, she knew how to at least wrap its wing somehow. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If, and if you find an injured wild bird, like stay away, call <laughs> yeah. animal control. Yeah. Cause that thing is going to tear you up. Right. <laughs> That's how bird demic starts. Yeah. <laughs> I will say Eric really botched his hawk sitting job. Like he was supposed to keep an eye on this hawk and suddenly it's gone. So yeah, there's a hawk sitting app. He gets a one star review. Yeah. Uh, Maybe half star, but yeah, Eric gets a a, really gets angry. He starts shoving Ned. um, And uh, yeah, it gets pretty close to the side of the roof. I really thought, Hey, is he going to shove Ned off the roof? And is this going to, yeah, is this going to be a murder now? Yeah, like, Julie, we got to cover up this murder. Eric, no. <laughs> Julie, also, you can go next, too. Also, I'd like to point out that at two minutes and 24 seconds, there's, like, a lot of students on the lawn and, like, yeah. walking in and out of school. Like, isn't this supposed to be lunch? Or, like, <laughs> I don't these know. kids can just leave whenever they want. It's so 
It's so weird. Like, yeah, just meander around on the lawn. Make yeah. it look like you're going to class, I guess. We need students at school. Put them all on the lawn. <laughs> just walk around. Yeah, like, yeah. again, on Buffy, students just kind of walking around. Yeah. Like, not going to class. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, they're, none of them seem to, like, go, holy cow, he's going to push him off the roof. Like, yeah. what's going on up there? <laughs> um. And yeah, Julie is, uh, she's constantly saying, stop, don't, you know, I think she's learned a little bit of anti-violence to uh, keep a cool head. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe she's like, oh God, he's right at the edge of the roof. Don't kill him. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Ned gets the upper hand. He drops Eric to the ground right next to the edge and uh, then tells him he called animal control. Guy came, put him in the cage and he's like, I bet he's going to kill it and he's going to stuff it. And uh, I mean, we've said this before, but animal control... <laughs> little demonized in movies. <laughs> yeah. And if anything, they would rehabilitate Angel and release her into the yeah. wild. Like, it, I don't know what kind of hawk this is, but they're like protected species, I think. Animal murder squad, more like it. Yeah. Can't like, oh, it. this one, this one's injured. We're just going to kill it and stuff it. Like, yeah. we're not going to rehabilitate it because we're animal control and we're evil. <laughs> uh, you know, and this is something I like just figured uh but i did look it up and there are different laws in different states for animal control but most will hold an animal for seven days uh, before they do anything with it and most Mm -hmm. of the time they're trying to send it off to like a no kill shelter Uh, if it's a danger to itself or others that's when maybe they'd euthanize it Uh, uh, in this case uh they'd probably call in uh, i looked at the massachusetts laws uh, the fisheries and wildlife division and, and kind of let them handle it. This is a wild hawk. I mean, like yeah. maybe, maybe they'd help again, rehabilitate it and release it. Uh, and uh, I, as looking around, I see that many animal controls have a trap neuter release policy for mm-hmm. the strays that they find. So yeah, that's notice. what you're supposed to do with cats. Like right. if you have a stray cat, you're supposed to call animal control and they neuter it and then they like clip their ear. I think that's uh-huh. the thing they do. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Well, it's to it's to show that they've been neutered. Yeah, got this one. Yeah, this one's done. How about like a permanent dye job? <laughs> maybe. So they the put a white, clip... sh- a white stripe down its back. Maybe. I think they just like clip. <laughs> I think they just like clip the tip of the ear. Like it's not that big of a deal. It's to, it's a visual indicator that this cat's been neutered. I don't know. Uh, I'm just saying, well, maybe like a like purple or something like, Oh, that's definitely neutered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little tattoo. <laughs> tattoo they do yeah. that too. I've seen that where it's like, there's a little tattoo inside the ear. Huh? Yeah. I think a tattoo is more humane than a clipping the top of the ear off. Ugh. I don't know. I could be completely off base, but I remember seeing a cat with a clipped ear and I asked, what was that? And he said, Oh, that means it's been neutered. Everybody hold your cats closer. To, to yeah. The don't let your, Adam and I were joking about that because there is a a lost cat picture in the neighborhood and we saw that cat in our yard, Uh but like, I didn't know the number. And I I said, that cat has become wild. Like (laughs) he's not going back to his family now. Uh, So yeah, Eric gets enraged. He flips Ned off of him. Julie breaks up the fight and, and the scene kind of ends with uh, Ned swearing that they're not done. Like he's, he's going to get there very close. They're very close to the edge. I wonder if there was like, hmm. I don't know, some sort of safety net there. 
I swear, in that close-up where Ned kind of throws Eric down the first time, it looks like there's a little bit of hesitation. Like, eh, just mm-hmm. drop me slowly to the, mm-hmm. the de- predetermined spot. <laughs> <laughs> Putting my life in your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ned, Ned just looks like... Um... He look, Ned looks like the actor who played Bobby Briggs. He looks like Bobby Briggs roided out from uh, Twin Peaks. <laughs> he has a very oddly shaped head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's something very weird about him. You got a toe head? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a perfect oval. <laughs> <laughs> I will say we are now an hour and 12 minutes into the next Karate Kid. And uh, could we possibly see the next Karate Kid maybe spar a little bit with Ned? Why is Eric right? even need to be here? <laughs> this is not doing anything for feminism. No. <laughs> I like, mean... There are so many weird things about this movie, like that they had to write themselves out of a corner more than once. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah. I I guess it's just because, you know, her karate is about not being aggressive. So unless he attacked her directly mm-hmm. and, and he's not going to attack her directly because she's a girl. So I don't know. Well, you know, he did get a little handsy when he was chasing her around the school, uh, maybe he could have tried a little something again, like gra- grabbed her shoulder, and that's when she like snaps into karate mode, you know? Yeah. Suddenly she's doing that jump kick or whatever. But uh, it is weird. I mean, I mean it kind of works out in the end because Eric ends up being like the damsel in distress. And maybe <laughs> that's what they're trying to get at. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. I think just Julie on her own without having this big 25-year-old to defend her. Right. right. Kind of refreshing. <laughs> All right, we go into the next scene, and Miyagi and Julie have come out of the animal shelter with Angel, and uh, Julie's got her glove on. That she, who knows where she got that from? And apparently, she, Ned gave her the lead back because yeah. she's holding the lead. Also, again, this is a wild animal. Yes. I don't think the animal shelter would be like, sure, teen girl, you can have this <laughs> potentially dangerous animal back. Uh-huh. Yeah, like if you if you catch a raccoon in your backyard and animal control takes it away, you can't be like, "Can I get my raccoon back?" <laughs> yeah, even like, I, like she has no claims to this hawk at all. Like, there's no. Saying, she just oh, it's found Julie's. it. <laughs> it's as if animal control is just like, yeah, sure. I mean, you want? Yeah, sure. I we. You look like it. you know. What you're doing. Yeah. Oh, you've got an old. You man look like an it. expert. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to know if like people do <laughs> falconry or like have hawks as air quotes pets like right. how do you claim that that bird is yours like does it have like a little leash on its foot like a little Maybe. collar yeah i think it has something that kind of hangs off the talons a little bit i but guess maybe a tag i don't know like but what if that bird just is like <laughs> bye i'm leaving <laughs> see ya i mean i guess we're gonna find out next week but uh um, yeah <laughs> we're just getting out of bird prison right now okay yeah uh, so Miyagi tells Julie that Angel's ready to fly. She doesn't agree, but Miyagi says it's Angel's decision, not yours. Because Miyagi knows what the bird wants <laughs> with his magic. I know what birds want. Okay. <laughs> I love that song. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Julie has a, this is her emotional support hog and she's just not ready to let go. Uh, uh, but, uh. She's a different person now that she's come back from the monastery. She's but so she probably needs a little prodding and like, hey, you don't need this hawk anymore. You've got mm. you've got yourself or something. Um, okay, so in the next scene, we are in some massive por- quarries, and I did a location hunt. This is 
Halibut Point State Park in Rockport, Massachusetts. It's right mm. on the coast. It, uh, the, this body of water kind of connects to the ocean. It's not the ocean. Uh, the granite that we're seeing in this park uh, used to be mined until granite was just not as valuable a commodity anymore. So they stopped, turned into a snake, a, a snake park, uh, a, a snake <laughs> park. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> the Cobra Kai are right at home. <laughs> um, uh, the state park. Uh, but they, they dated the granite to go back 440 million years. Wow. So, yeah, pretty old. Um. Yeah, I don't know if either of you have done any sort of hiking along quarries or anything. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it's I, I have I have some quarries uh, nearby in Vermont here, and uh, you just jump off these massive stone walls into the mm-hmm. water below. It's uh, but on, on the Halibut Point State Park, they say there's no swimming in this quarry. So, but it does look like a gorgeous place to visit. You can hike around there and stuff. I think the only quarries we have in Pennsylvania are like professional ones, like where they dig up slate or something. I don't know, but you yeah. can't really go into them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Julie is still resisting the idea, uh, even after uh, Miyagi magically heals Angel's wing. <laughs> is that what he, do- what he does there? He claps yeah. his hand. He uses his magic and heals the bird. Yeah. I think Miyagi might be a cryptid or something. Like <laughs> he, he's clearly like an old god or some yeah. kind of thing. Oh, I like that. Yeah, he's, he's a cryptid. Always, he's, he's always been around. He's been around. For, he's been around for four hundred and forty million years. As yeah, well. yeah. Um, his true form. If you look at his true form, you go insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his true form is just the fat monk from the monastery. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh yeah. A couple more notes I had here. Uh, dialogue, uh, sounds echoey. Yeah. The, it feels like they're, they're dubbed in here. It probably is. Um, and, uh, yeah. Miyagi says we, uh, she goes, uh, she can't fly away. Miyagi says, we don't know that yet. Um, and yeah, Miyagi's reminding her of believing in what might seem possible. Uh, just like the flying kick or catching an arrow in the air. Just throwing a bird with a broken wing out into the air, guaranteed. The the wind will catch it, and uh, <laughs> then the bird will fly. Yeah. I don't know. I, how do you? T- I guess you just got to kind of poke at a bird to to make sure that its wing isn't broken. If it like goes, like oh, it's uh, not, not. I mean, not ready if yet. you poke it and it bites you, maybe then you know it's <laughs> it's injured. This is a very well behaved bird. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you remember this. In one of the first scenes with the hawk, Julie actually kisses it on its beak. Yeah, mm. I don't think you're supposed to do that. No, <laughs> <laughs> like I would be scared. No, uh, Hillary must have had some uh, good training. I guess, I guess, because it's symbolism, but like, I think it would have been more realistic if she was like helping stray cats or something. <laughs> yes. Like, ugh, I don't know. Why did it have to be a hawk? I don't know. I don't know. It would have been cool if it was a crane. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I've that. only seen a crane once in my life. They are mm. weird looking. They're very strange. They don't look like they belong on this planet. Oh. That was just an Italian boy doing that on the beach. That wasn't. Mm-hmm. A crane. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Makes sense now. So yeah, Julie looks moved by uh like the maybe you believe, Angel believe too. Like if you believe enough, the bird will believe. And then Miyagi tells her to release him and right on cue the the segment ends for this week. 
So, uh, yeah. Well, who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't watched the head. No. No, we don't know. <laughs> but uh, I can't I believe can't we to, have... I can't wait to talk about the, the scene where the bird flies away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. <sighs> But uh, yeah, I I can't believe we have to release you now. Uh, Rachel, I know, I know. Thank you so much for joining us this week and uh, livening up the conversation. For sure. Of course, yeah. <laughs> like I guess my final thoughts on this yeah. are: I don't think this movie was necessary. Like I, I'm glad it exists because you know I love Hillary Swank. I think she was great. Yeah, I do have fond memories of this movie, but it does feel like a disney channel original like it does feel like they're like what if karate kid but a girl yeah like that that i think was the entire thought process of this movie Mm -hmm. i swear the more you study sequels especially as a minute by minute podcaster the more you're like yeah the original worked out and it was a miracle and now they're constantly trying to cash in on it like movie after movie after we movie. i mean we <laughs> noticed that with tmnt too it's like well this joke worked in the first movie let's do it again <laughs> yeah. wayne's world is like that like wayne's world 2 is just a rehash of <laughs> wayne's world 1 like you said of, again <laughs> like yeah it's a lot of the same jokes yeah um the austin powers movies like the yeah. first one is great the sequels, not so much, because it's like, remember this joke from the first movie? Yeah. We're going to do it again. And it's going to be worse. You can say that about any franchise. Like, Shrek is like that. Right. Where each one, it's like, mm, it's not as good. So what we're getting at is, why was Mike Myers not in one of these Karate Kid sequels? I mean, maybe. <laughs> he would have ruined it, though. Mike Myers as Terry Silver. Uh, <laughs> the evil <laughs> sensei. Ugh. Um, all right. Well, uh, we got we to gotta let you go, but we want to let everybody know where they can find you on the interwebs. Yes. I'm currently like in between projects at the moment, but there are three seasons of TMNT Minute out there floating in the internet. Go listen to it if you if you want to hear me complain about TMNT 3. Boy, <laughs> do I. Um, <laughs> um, there's also Up From Below where we played a tabletop RPG in the Turtles universe to stave off quarantine madness. Right. Right. Awesome. Well, thanks again for stopping by. Of course. We want to tell everybody to tune in next time when Matt will probably sing Keep Feeling Fascination by the Human League yet again. (laughs) I I will. (laughs) Uh And until next time. Shit, I don't have one. Um... (laughs) Just to imitate the hawk. <laughs> <laughs> <Ha>! <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs>